Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 345, March 19th, 2020. Oh, that spring of 2012 was so wonderful. It was 79 degrees on this day in 2012. You were golfing today, Brad. Oh. Really? 15 below in 1875. In 1943, nine inches of snow, and I missed an ice out. Uh-oh. It's entirely my fault. Yesterday, March 18th, 2000, Lake Minnetonka had an ice out. Mm, nothing for today. Nothing for today that I could find. And now... From the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. It's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor. We're making every attempt possible to uh, make this a positive Thursday. All right. Oh, we're going to do it. Difficult times. Difficult times. Well, how about this? How about this? How about this? Spring starts today. That's right. Does it get any more positive than that? Isn't it our earliest in a hundred and some years? It is, but it's nothing but rain and snow and wind tomorrow. So, Kenny? Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Joe. Well, you're you're. It's positive Thursday. <laughs> That's exactly the opposite. You, you blew it right off the I, bat. I just took my shoes off, Joe, and I've Good. got a hat on. I'm super mm-hmm. comfy. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is the first time in 124 years that the first day of spring has occurred on March 19th nationwide, irrespective of time zone. Even the graphics on the National Serv- uh, National Weather Service's website have yet to catch up with the new reality. Mm. So here we go, baby. It's spring. I don't care if it's raining. And here to explain the math mm-hmm. on why we're so early is Garage Logic's Joe Souchere. Well, uh, astronomical spring yep. uh, begins in the northern saxophone region. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. At the moment, the uh, hemisphere collapses yep. into the uh, no-go zone. There you go. And that means they don't line up with each other because the climate can change. And uh, and the autumnal equinox wants to be heard. And so roughly the same uh, date varies with everywhere on Earth. And uh, there you have it. So when I read this this morning, I thought, had we not had a leap year, would yesterday have been, meaning the 18th, would that have been the first day of spring? Well, uh uh, most years, we dropped that extra 0.24 yep. days mm-hmm. and pretend that the year is simply 365 days long. Got it. But the Earth's location in its solar orbit doesn't change just because we are round. So the time at which we experience the equinox gets about a quarter of a day later each year. So February 29th does factor in. Uh-huh. Every fourth year, we add a leap day which gets us almost back in sync with the Earth's orbit. The leap day turns back the clock on the time of the equinox, nearly resetting the approximately six-hour annual leap forward from the previous three years. So you got that? 
You know what I love most about spring. this topic? It's the first spring day, right? Is here. that we're going to get tonight, a, actually. That's it's right. Tonight. We're yeah. going to get about 7 million emails saying, hey, dummies, this is why. Well, yeah. let, let me ask you before we go any further what about you? Uh, what do you guys call yourselves? Uh, flat earthers or whatever it is where the days get longer or shorter? Or, uh, Kenny, I'm not a flat earther. It starts in December. And, oh, the Royal Order of the 21st. Does this mean this, this is fall now? Oh, no, no. Our fall doesn't begin until June 21st. Yeah, this is summer, baby. We're in the heart of summer right okay. now. You're going to put on the, the, uh, the swimming trunks and all that? Or I suppose you got to do the social distancing, so you probably you could, can't go swimming. You could grill. Oh, it's man. just It's just fantastic. And I, I just don't know where to go with this positive news. Uh, Rio de Janeiro has lit up the Christ, the Redeemer statue. This saw is so that. cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's so gorgeous. And, and despite Annie Gaylor... Uh, trying to race down there in the 1959 Pontiac Ambulance hearse uh, to complain and bitch and moan about it. Uh, she can't get there because she's self-quarantining. But the uh, it's lit up in honor of uh, corona, coronavirus victims all over the world. So the, uh, the statue lights up in the various maps of the world. And it's just gorgeous That's if you haven't brilliant. seen it. It's just brilliant. I have a positive. Now, is that item positive item number one or two? That's two. I think spring counts as one. Okay, so I'm not done with this, though. Okay, as soon as you're done, pass it to me, because then I would have positive number three, four. Well, I, I got curious about the statue itself. It was built between 1922 and 1931. It's 98 feet high. Wow. And it's now considered one of the new seven wonders of the world. It's on Corcovado Mountain. And it was designed by a French sculptor named Paul Landowski. And uh, it's Christ with his arms spread. And it's just uh, when it's lit up like they must have some uh, wonderful uh, pyrotechnics up there, huh? That uh, that can do marvelous things to that well, statue. I know I've been to the uh, the site of Mount Rushmore when they've lit that up at night. Mm-hmm. And that's really cool. So I'm assuming they use kind of the same kind of the same technique. It's not a positive note, uh, but it's uh, impossible not to realize that we're probably living in an era when we would no longer do Mount Rushmore or Christ the Redeemer. Why? What do you mean? I just don't think the motivation is there. I don't think... Oh, uh, you mean create these? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I yeah. see. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah I, I yeah. believe you're right. No, and if yeah. we did, Tom Brady would be one of the faces. Well, that's <laughs> you probably got a good point. He's off to Tampa, huh? Yeah. Gonna be yeah. a buck. So when you bring up Rio, the first thing I think of uh, Rio and South America, etc., is Nazis. Reminds yeah, they me, hid there. Reminds that's me not of, positive. Reminds me of Nazis right away. But what I have is very positive. You might remember last week Amazon banned Hitler's Mein Kampf. This week, today, they put it back on the sales list. How can putting Hitler's Mein Kampf Back on the for sale list, possibly be positive news. Because this book is a piece of crap. And it shows exactly how completely and totally insane and stupid Adolf Hitler was. And I think all people should read this book. I actually have a copy, and I've tried to read it. And let me tell you, Joe, it's a steamer. It's a pile of crap. You're turning Mein Kampf into a positive. Yeah, yeah. I think it should be offered for sale. I think people should try to read it. And I think it'll prove that the guy was just a a complete idiot. Well, I, I'm. He was a wall. He was a paper hanger. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So there you go. But how- wait, wait, 
wait till you hear some of the best beers today. Oh my word! I we, saw just fantastic. a lot of these emails. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say back to the uh, the statue in Rio. Given the state that our world is in, how could anyone, even Annie Gaylor, ob- object to that? Because uh, she's not a wise woman. I just she's I, I don't evil. get it. She, she's evil. Well, because I, I saw the video itself on Twitter this morning, and there was obviously you know the comments we can't make this about God. What? It, they're, they're trying to just do something to honor people. What's well, what's wrong with you? Why doesn't it just fall under the heading of how can it hurt? Yes, perfectly stated. Can't hurt a thing. No. Yeah. My deal, you know what my deal is. Why why make him mad? Why go out of your way <laughs> right. to make him, her, or whatever it is up there mad? I agree. Do you guys recall yesterday... Uh, we came upon this very disturbed woman who was washing her hands with cheese. Yes, yes. And and it occurred to me within the last week or 10 days that we had something similar where someone was doing something outlandish. Uh, do you guys, is that ringing a bell? With and, cheese? No, no, no. I, no. I, doing something outlandish with an animal or something. I can't remember oh, what oh, it was. Oh, it was watering a plastic plant. That's yes, it, Kenny. That's, that's it. it. Yes. Yeah. So we've had watering a plastic plant for about two years and uh, <laughs> washing your hands with cheese, which leads to this email from Dave in St. Paul Park. GL Crew, the story about the woman washing with the brick of cheese instantly snapped my mind back to a classic family story that is relived any time we have mashed potatoes at a family gathering. (laughs) My youngest brother Judah was home visiting the parents one time, probably during college, and he stuck around for dinner. He loaded up his plate and sat down at the table. Upon taking his first bite of mashed potatoes, he knew something was off, but couldn't quite place it. He took another bite and noted to my parents that they tasted flowery, referring to the plant, not the grain. Uh-oh. He was asked what he put on them, and he replied that he just added salt, pepper, and butter from the small saucer on the counter. It was then that my brother began. My mother began to involuntarily convulse <laughs> while attempting to stifle her laughter by covering her mouth with her hand, all the while turning bright red. After regaining her composure, she told him that the saucer did not contain butter, it contained hand lotion. Being the last dropper that she is, she had taken a nearly empty lotion bottle that would no longer pump lotion, okay. remove the cap, and let the remaining contents drain onto the small plate. Okay. She said she would just scoop up a dab on occasion as she walked by the plate to use up the last little bit. That's last dropping. Yep. Judah angrily protested, wondering why someone would put a plate of yellowish lotion on the counter near the food where it could be mistaken for butter. She said it had been there for days, and it never occurred to her that someone would try to eat it. After all, who has a plate with a puddle of butter just sitting out in their kitchen? We've contended for years that she should have set off some red that should have set off some red flags in his brain to this day. We never pass up an opportunity to ask if anyone would like lotion on their potatoes. Good luck, Dave and St. Paul. Now, I'm sure when you read this, <laughs> wow. yep, there he is. I'm sure when you read this, this was quite the belly jiggler, wasn't it? Oh, I it? loved it. I Mi- loved it. Mr. Potpourri. I did eat potpourri, <laughs> and that that was not pleasant. Now, uh, remind the listener, what you just thought it was chips, or what, what did you would- I looked like a bunch of snack candy or something, and sure. I was forbidden from eating anything. 
and uh, uh, I, I, I stuck into the kitchen and saw this bowl and grabbed a handful of it and chopped down and realized that I was eating essentially glass. <laughs> and I uh, quick uh, spit it out and got hell red to me. And uh, I have yeah. now. I, I'm going to ask a question before my observation. Because Kenny and I are big karma guys. You know, that's why we don't make fun. So anyway, how long ago did this take place? Just roughly. Ten years ago. Now, would this have happened before or after you, sir, made fun of Sid Hartman eating Thousand Island dressing, confusing it for soup? Oh, way after. Okay. Way, way See what happens? So it eventually oh, yeah. comes around. <laughs> does come back to get you, doesn't around. it? There was somebody uh, that made the observation, too, about the, the, the cheese lady. You know, think about the cheese lady. The plant was it the plant lady. Yes. So they obviously didn't notice that right away. And someone said, "Think of all the other things in their daily life they are not paying attention to or are oblivious to." Right. Well, right. the same uh, the same observation can be applied to the two women: uh, one who was watering a plastic plant, <laughs> and one who was washing her hands with cheese. Why didn't either of them notice this almost instantly? Why did it continue? Well, the one was two years. It's like my kid that I used to have uh, is a terrible driver. She's gotten into numerous minor accidents, but the <laughs> but the identifying characteristic of each one is that once she starts hitting something, she doesn't stop hitting it. She just keeps going until the whole car is creased. You could you could really minimize the damage, uh, young lady, if you'd stop and back out of the situation. Nah, she's uh-uh. got to get there. Uh-uh. You got to keep going. You. <laughs> You got to keep going. Is that the one that had the yellow stripe from the bank pole? Is that the one? We're yep, doing? yep. Hail the flashlight king. Hail you. My name is Jared, and I'm a 30 year old GLer. I listen every day as soon as the podcast is available. This is the first time I've emailed you, and I have something for you to check out. You have covered the lack of rain and the fires in Australia. You've also mentioned the millions of locusts in Africa eating all the crops and now the obvious epidemic that swept the world over. Now, if you don't think something is going on here, I don't know who would. This is even even crazier than the cows eating feed in the shape of a cross. Uh, That's not positive, Jared. That's not positive. I'm not going where that leads me. I'm not going where that leads me. That that Uh, would be more embarrassment for you. Uh, James writes, Joe, over the last seven or eight years, I've been lucky to travel to some incredible locations for work and vacations. I can honestly say I've listened to your podcast. And before that, the GL radio show from Singapore, Thailand, Cambodia, Hong Kong, Jordan, Egypt, Korea, and Japan. I'm probably forgetting a few spots. Anyone who hasn't had the opportunity to travel internationally in the past three or four years probably doesn't realize that China now has a huge middle class with spendable income and savings and makes up what I would guess to be 40% of the world travelers. I see Chinese tour groups just about everywhere I travel, and I believe some of the spread of the COVID-19 virus might have been spread inadvertently by these Chinese travelers. I suspect this is why Italy, France, and Spain were hit so hard. Keep up the good work and remember to take care of yourself. I uh, grew up in White Bear Lake, now live in Niswa. I've included a photo of my wife and I enjoying our view of Egypt's Giza pyramids while listening to your podcast last March. Best wishes, Jim. He's probably got a good point. Mm -hmm. The democratization of travel, like the democratization of credit, has made the world a very small place. It's a very small place. It has. And... uh, uh, 
Go ahead. Well, I was on board with him, and I, I really liked what he wrote, but then everything he said was negated when he told me he was listening to this program while visiting the pyramids of Giza. Why does that negate it? Is his name Jim? Jim? Yeah. Jim, what's wrong with you, Jim? What the hell? Turn it off. Enjoy Enjoy it. Hit pause, St- you mean? Stop it. Just <laughs> stop it. Really, there's nothing Sushi Ray could say to me that would be so interesting Uh-oh. that I would have to listen to it <laughs> while I'm visiting uh, the pyramids of Giza. Jim, uh-huh. turn us off. Wait or maybe just hit pause. Wait a minute. Right. That's probably not what I should be saying. No, not it's at not all. Stop right pause. <laughs> the opposite. No, no absolute it's not. Opposite. I retract everything I just said, Jim. I Reavers, are you aware of the Vikery Distillery in Duluth? The Vikery Distillery in Duluth. V-I-K-R-E. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. I only know about them because I know what story you're about to bring up, but I had not heard of them before this. Oh, this is, a, this is yeah. positive. It's positive. Yes. It's positive. Yes. Well, its cocktail room is closed along with the rest of the state's bars and restaurants, but people are still streaming in for hand sanitizer. They've turned their uh, brewery equipment into making hand sanitizer for people. Because they've already got the, the alcohol mm-hmm. on yeah. hand. Yeah, local distilleries around the country from Georgia to Vermont and Oregon to Minneapolis have started turning their spirits into sanitizer. Because when you make this home-made uh, sanitizer, all you need is some rubbing alcohol, right? Yeah. yeah, but we have the story of the one guy that tried it and basically burned people's skin. Well, plus you can't drink it. No. Uh, uh, and now well, tuck, uh, They say you can't. So hats off to you. Uh, and uh, this, Marshall Hardware in Duluth. Retrofit a lawn sprayer and gave her a big discount on the surprise. She then filled it up at Vikery Tuesday morning to take to a shelter and spray everybody with hand sanitizer. Oh, that's awesome. See how people are chipping in? Yeah. You met, you missed the best part of the... the, the I'm best. not done. Oh, I'm, I'm done with it. I'm sorry. I'm not done with it. Gotcha. Uh, last weekend, friends sent Joel Vikery, who owns the distillery with his wife Emily, articles about a distillery in Oregon that was making hand sanitizer. Uh, by Monday morning, the Vikerys had decided to do it, and that afternoon they were up and running. What have I missed? Uh, the, 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 the brewery or the distillery, they're not charging for it. Oh, good Lord. That's fantastic. Yeah, they're, they're giving it away for free. All you need, according to the CDC, is a 70% alcohol solution. So uh, that's what they're producing. You could spray it as a disinfectant, but the demand is so high, they've ordered two additional ingredients they need to make the hand gel version. Glycerin, which thickens it, and hydrogen peroxide. Got so uh, that's a good way for the uh, brewery to pitch in, huh? Mm-hmm. Isn't that positive? That's very, very positive, positive. Isn't that positive? Thank you. Uh, very positive. I called Grunhoffers today to double-check if we were on the right track saying you could call ahead, and they say, we're terribly busy, but that's not necessary. We're fully staffed, and we're practicing the six feet apart social distancing at Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo, on the north end of Hugo on Highway 61. And man, have the GLers and other customers been turning out to load up on supplies because they're open they're busy. They're practicing safety. They got the hand sanitizer. They're practicing the social distancing. So people are loading up on the summer sausages, the uh, oven-made, pre-made meatloaf, the brats, the steaks, the burgers, the ham, the bacon, the smoked salmon, the Don't jerky. Don't forget the chicken. And chicken. Everything you need right there at uh, Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. You don't need to call them. Uh, Spencer's always had a lot of help on the staff. You're waited on the minute you come in the door, and they're practicing the safe distancing. It's everything you need right there at Grunhofer's 
Old Fashioned Meats in the north end of Hugo on Highway 61. We'll be back wait, shortly. Wait, 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 yes, wait, wait. Let's yes, have a yes. show meeting right here and now. Yeah. Um, Schoonover Auto, uh, Body Works and Glass present Positive, uh, positive Thursday every, yep. every let's see, uh, every Thursday. Every yep. Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I saw something really positive coming from Schoonover yesterday on Twitter. I'm wondering if it's okay if we call him here coming out of this break. Of course. Okay. We'll give Mike right. a call and be right, right. back. All right. Very good. Here's a man that thinks it's the first day of summer, Joe Souchere. Why don't you play a regular liner, you moron? Because I can't from the screen I'm on right now. (laughs) And I would complain about playing this song 18 times a day, five days a week, but it's Positive Thursday. See, you can't yell at me today. I can't do it. And plus, Mr. Positive himself, Scooney, uh, he's on the line, so I can't be a negative creep around him. Well, the coronavirus Hold doesn't on. stop accidents, does it? No, no. it does not. No. Hi, Mike. Hey, fellas. How are we doing? Pretty good. Good, Mike. So the reason we're talking to you live is because, well, I want to know what you're doing up there, and actually I'll give it away. Okay, I, I do know what you're doing because you tweeted it out yesterday, and I thought it was pretty remarkable and pretty smart for a business like you during these times. Explain, please. Well, you know, uh, it's crazy times. So, you know, we're not going to fall victim to, you know, playing, you know, poor me and all that kind of stuff. So if restaurants can get crazy and uh, do do uh, takeout and all that kind of stuff, you know, us car guys can do something crazy as well and, and go to our customers and make it easier for them to do business with us. So, um, you know, we're a phone app away to get your car fixed. So let's say my name is... Chris Reavers, <laughs> and I'm the type of guy that would fly out to California and buy a car and drive it home. And let's say <laughs> I was driving into work today, and the roads are empty, and the speeds are high, and I'm and not, he still crashes, and I'm not paying attention, <laughs> and I wad that thing up, and uh, I can limp it back to work here at HBI, but that's all the further it'll go. Does what does he do? Does he can he call you? Go on the website, and then then what happens? He, he can call me, he can go on the website, whatever whatever he wants to do to get a hold of me, uh, he can get a hold of me and we'll help him out. So, you know, tow trucks are still driving around town. There's, you know, hopefully the governor doesn't shut that down, but uh, I think we'll still be okay. <laughs> so, so Mike, Mike, you'll come and get the vehicle. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, okay. He doesn't okay. have to actually go up to Shoreview. Right. No, not at all. We'll county, go anywhere. So county, uh, not a big deal. County E, right? County E in Lexington. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That's a very good way to do it because you're going to have to adapt like every other business in the country, aren't you? Well, uh, yeah, well, I met with my staff today and, and told them that, you know, it's crazy times because, you know, this this came quickly. and uh, But I think as quickly as it slowed down, I think it's going to be even quicker to speed up. I think they're, I think we're going to, I think it's going to be crazy when things, um, you know, things are going to let loose and cut loose and people are going to, you know, get back at it. And, so that's the encouraging part. I do have a positive, and it's a positive from all, all of us, but I don't know if it's a positive for you. I've been doing traffic on my talk, and 
I haven't seen a I haven't seen a crash in the morning in two weeks. So don't what, do that to him. What, I, come on, Mike, spin that into a positive. For light. a body guy, that's not positive. <laughs> well, hey, you know what? There's more cars in the driveway right now uh, with kids being home and people not paying oh. attention when they back out of the garage. So oh. there's there's still fender benders taking place. So oh, okay, all right. Uh, they just don't happen on the highway. All right. And Good. That that scenario I created by uh, by the way about Reavers didn't happen, but uh, he he actually has one of his vehicles up at your joint now, and his intention was to repair this vehicle so he could sell it. But then your car dealer, or excuse me, your car detailer got a hold of it. And I don't think Reavers is going to sell that It looks better car. than when I bought it. <laughs> I don't think he's going to sell it now, Mike. Yeah, Mike, hey, the Mike, brakes work. And, yeah. Mike, Mike, can your people uh, fix the clouded headlight lenses? Joe, not only can they, I will send you the photo that Mike sent me of my vehicle last night. It doesn't even look like the same vehicle. Because, Mike, I told Reavers to do that. It'll increase the sale value, and I was mocked for that. But that needs to be done. Reavers, what are you doing mocking the mayor? Well, yeah. that's kind of my job. I think it's in my job description. <laughs> and then I got in a big fight with a Mike saying they're also fogged on the inside. So it was a it was a we had actually a big loud yelling match, which which is normal for us. Reavers, send me a picture of that. I will. I'll do it right now. Mike, thank you and good luck. Hey, you guys too. Take care. They're the All number right. one body shop. Well, I shouldn't say they're the number one body shop in my world, but they're always rated right up at the top. Schoonover. Uh, body works and glass up in Shoreview. And as you heard, Mike's a great guy. Uh, and he mentioned if restaurants can get into the uh, act, why can't car guys? In Cambridge, Minnesota, the Cambridge Bar and Grill uh, is providing a free roll of toilet paper okay. with your pickup uh, order. Orders totaling more than 25 bucks. They also get a roll of toilet paper. Don't worry, it's probably that industrial strength rust, rough stuff, but it still beats newspaper. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've noticed a lot of that is going on across the country right now. Uh, that, that's kind of a bonus for coming in. And uh, school buses, this is Positive Thursday. We're doing the best we can. St. Paul schools have found another use for their school buses. They're delivering food as it's day two of all K-12 through students staying at home in Minnesota. So the buses are going to be filled with boxes of meals. They'll drive their normal routes. If you and your kid want a week's supply of meals, go to your bus stop at the normal time. And instead of picking your kid up from school, the bus driver drops off the meals. Wow. Isn't that fantastic? That yeah. really cool. The district is splitting up deliveries, and these deliveries will be once a week every Wednesday. Bus routes for schools with a regular 7.30 a.m. start time every Thursday. Bus routes for school with a regular 8.30 a.m. start time. And every Friday, bus routes for school with a regular 9.30 a.m. start time. All families are welcome to meet the bus at their regular bus stop to uh, receive the meals. I uh, noted this on uh, CBS, the local CBS website, Channel 4. And I would imagine if you uh, went to that, you could find a website link uh, that would provide you more information, and you can take advantage of this terribly positive news. You know how else that's positive? It, it hmm. keeps these bus drivers employed. See, I was going to ask, I agree, I was going to ask, because my house is outside of a regular bus stop, and I keep seeing buses going by every morning. I wonder if they're doing that. I don't know, but there's uh, no or, kids on it. Well, or the drivers haven't been told. 
<laughs> no, boss, we still got kids. Uh, we need the check. <laughs> Yesterday and the day before, I, I went for a walk, and I, I was astonished at the at the numbers of people outside. Yeah, uh, the last yeah. the last time I can remember this, uh, and I'm going to introduce a little sports note here. Whatever year it was back in the 80s or 90s that the NFL was on strike for a while. 87. In the heart of autumn. And Mississippi River Boulevard might as well have been Central Park. Uh, So many people were out walking because no NFL games were on TV. It's like that now. And I see people of all ages. I see elderly couples and kids and moms with the kid following them on the bike. And, and so the question has come up, and this is positive, the question has come up, well, is it safe to run, hike, bike, and walk outside in public? And the answer is, of course it is. Of course it is. Uh, the Los Angeles County Public Health Department safe to-do list uh, says, sure, just don't do it in big groups. Don't do it when they're uh, when you're going to have close contact with other people. And if you're feeling sick or believe you may have the virus, you're not going to go out for a walk anyway. You're going to stay home, mm-hmm. and you won't visit public areas. So absolutely, if you practice social distancing out for your walk, I just cross the street if I see somebody, uh, you can, uh, I, I'm kidding, I don't do that all the time. Uh, <laughs> you can uh, you can uh, safely go for, not today, it's kind of crummy out, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, people in San Francisco are definitely permitted to go out to run, to exercise, to ride bikes. This is not about a vacation, said San Francisco Mayor London Breed. The ultimate goal is to prevent people from contacting one another that could lead to the spread of the virus. So yes, you may uh, you may walk safely outside. Well, with your kids, you're not going to get in trouble. Just use common sense, and you can enjoy the great outdoors. You can go to a park. You can do whatever you want. I've noticed that all week on uh, my drive home. Uh, paths and trails and whatnot are crowded. Absolutely. You know where the word quarantine comes from? I don't. Well, let me see if I got a Bill Stein email here. I told you I had some trouble with the email. Yeah. In fact, I think Stein's was one of the ones I deleted. <laughs> Because uh, they're the icon. It, was, incl- it, it was kind of confusing. Uh, I sent it over to you. I know you did. Our friend Bill Stein up in Aiken. Tell, uh, tell, it, t- it, it comes from Latin 40 days. It has to do with Lent. Oh. So this is really arriving at a uh, convenient time. <laughs> tell us, tell us, Joe, how those, how those emails ended up being deleted. The, uh, the icon uh, for the trash uh, can yep. looks too similar to the icon for the print uh, button and so it was taking me some time to uh, I'd hit <laughs> I'd hit I'd hit the I'd hit the trash can and go damn it I now, just lost another one does it now, make the uh, the sound too when you when you throw the the wadded piece of paper into the trash bin Suge there's one thing that we didn't tell you off the air is that you can actually go to that trash bin symbol you can click on it and you can retrieve yep. everything you've thrown away. So those emails that you threw away, they're still, uh-huh. they're still sitting there. <laughs> what, the, what the hell? It's like your office there in the boathouse overlooking yeah. Spoon Lake. Well, that's where if, I am. And if, it's... if you don't take the trash out of the building, it just sits there. Well, let's see if we can find it. Let's see if you're telling me the truth. All right. Here we go. Hold on, uh, GLers. Here we go. You know what, oh, Kenny? You know you wild just did? ride. He's going to open up that trash bin, and there's going to be 25 <laughs> yes. years worth of crap yes. in there because he's yes. never emptied he's it. He's never emptied his trash bin. Okay, it says, uh, welcome. Uh, 
Congratulations, you're hired at HBI. <laughs> oh, look at all these trash. Holy smokes. This is, GLers, this is what it's like in the office before oh, we my. go on. Every day. Every yeah. day. I can't uh, find it. Uh, there's too many to look at because yeah. I've, yeah. you know, God, there were some good ones too. Well, here's one it says grocery bags. I know you guys are pushing back on the charge for plastic bags at stores. I'm in Arizona visiting my mom, and the news just said bring your personal bags into the store may actually spread disease. Yep. They are saying the plastic bags are more sanitary. Yeah. So much for uh, doing what's good for the environment. What environment actually? Spoken sarcastically. Keep pushing back. Lex. Okay, now I went to the icon there to delete that. Do you yeah. want to permanently delete this? Yeah, I read it. Uh, it'll, it would take me a while to find some. Well, just a minute. Uh, uh, we could turn this into a bit now that you're going to be doing the show at the, the Spoon Lake Mayor's office. Matt writes, I tried to convince the CP that maintaining a blood alcohol level of at least 0.1 helps combat corona. Based on the look I received, I don't think it worked. Ah. Good luck out there. We're going to need it. Uh, I can't, yeah, do you permanently want to leave that? I, yeah, I, I don't do. think I should have told him about no, this. No, but this could be a funny bit. Before What's you... in the mayor's old inbox? But no, we're not going to do I that. I discovered <laughs> something, and I probably shouldn't tell Such this, but he, he, before you got here today, Chris, he had me open up his email here yep. and then forward them to his home account. And what I found myself doing is throwing away the emails that I didn't want to hear him read on the air. <laughs> I really feel helpless at this point. I'm like, nope, nope, he ain't, nope. God, I hate Kenny and Reavers. Down the list, but. nope. It was so awesome. Do you know, I reach so deep uh, for positive news that I have found positive news about Ilhan Omar. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ilhan Omar applauds Trump's coronavirus leadership as incredible and the right response in this critical time. Man, nobody saw that coming. Really? Come on, you're pulling our leg. Responding to a post by The Intercept's Lee Fang that detailed measures Trump has taken to provide economic relief to Americans amid the outbreak, Omar wrote, politics aside, this is incredible and the right response in this critical time. Then in a follow-up tweet, Omar quoted Representative Ayanna Presley, D-Mass, saying unprecedented times require unprecedented leadership, to which Omar added, we are seeing that in our country right now. What's she up to? She can't possibly believe this. Finally, we should never let politics get in the way of good policy, Omar stated. This is a great start and hope others will be part of a united front to push for good policies that will help us work through the economic anxiety the country is feeling right now. Wow. Is this, is, she, this is Ilhan. Is she groveling because she knows that it's about up for her? That she's about no, to be... No, I, I think it's the fact that she's a newlywed. You know, I mean, I think that that third time might be a charm, and she's maybe turning a corner in this. That's a sweet story, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it really sweet is. Story. It's a love story, Joe. Omar is not the only Democrat or left-leaning figure who has praised the president for his recent actions amid the outbreak. Democratic Governor... Uh, Democratic New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, in a surprising statement, uh, told reporters Tuesday his team is on it. They've been responsive. I want to say thank you. 
On the same day and in similar fashion, CNN host Dana Bash lauded Trump's leadership, saying, if you look at the big picture, this was remarkable by the president of the United States. This is a nonpartisan. This is an important thing to note and to applaud from an American standpoint, from a human standpoint, she said. He's being the kind of leader that people need, at least in tone, today and yesterday, in tone, that people need and want and yearn for in times of crisis and uncertainty. Though in its very initial stages, the president adopted a more casual approach to handling the virus outbreak. In recent days, he has taken on a much more serious attitude. The president has urged Americans to strictly strictly follow social distancing and has enacted a number of measures to aid the state's response to the pandemic and alleviate the economic impact on the country's businesses and citizens. Hmm. He, uh, he's acting very presidential. And uh, it, it's been a few days since he cracked me up. However, I was watching a bit of the press conference this morning, and he says something. I don't have the exact quote, but he, he says something along the lines of, nobody's hurt, worked harder on this than Vice President Pence. Well, except me. Right. <laughs> it was so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh. It is interesting to note uh, that Omar... Uh, has clearly positioned herself as a national figure. Uh, Normally, the representative of the 5th Congressional District, if you go back a few representatives, would be uh, uh, solely concentrated on providing whatever uh, words were needed by his or her constituents. And, And Omar really does seem to think that her views are important uh, on the world stage and the national stage, and I just see very little contact uh, that she has with her own with her own people. Yeah, yeah. and and uh, but she, uh, I had to include her in today's positive Thursday because who saw that coming? I'm that still she praised not, Trump. I still don't know if I believe you. Are you sure we're not being punked? Right. No, I read it. It's all over the place, and uh, right. I, I, unless she's got something up her sleeve, I have no idea. But. Uh, Thank you, Ilhan, for speaking some sort of san- sanity. Speaking of people turning around, surprising us, um, I got an, a text message from a mutual friend uh, this morning, and he reported that his uh, daughter-in-law has told his son that there will never, ever be a gun in this home until yesterday when she said, I think we need to get a shotgun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. And then I just saw a tweet from Crime Watch Minneapolis. Two different Twin Cities people relayed to me yesterday that their virently anti-gun friends or relatives had asked to borrow guns because of the COVID crisis. Well, man, that's phase five. Well, what, that's uh, not positive. That's, that, that's, uh, I think it is positive because these people are finally com- coming around and realizing, you know, Self-protection, self-preservation, and there is a, a run on firearms right now. And I had assumed that it was my people, our people. But as it, as it turns out, it's the former anti-gun people that are buying the guns. But is that a good thing? Because well, if they don't have far, the proper training, as far as training goes, no, it's dumb. And I hope they're buying. I hope they're just buying shotguns uh, instead of you know anything else. Uh, I don't know what to say to that, except it takes you down the dark road of anarchy. Uh, I want to continue to believe that uh, we're going to behave. 
I, I, maybe no, I'm naive. Maybe I, I'm naive. I have not changed my behavior at all. Uh, I'm, You're still being a jerk. Yeah, and, and I'm still worried about being person to person held up robbery. You know, walking in and out of my house or in and out of work. You know, I'm still worried about the same things that have always worried me. Mm-hmm. Uh, are the stores still full of ammo? I wonder. Uh, I, I have not, uh, you know, when I uh, talked to Dave up at DK earlier in the week, I didn't ask him about ammo, but he said we're very, very busy. And I haven't read anything about ammo shortages or cases where stores are restricting your purchases to one or two boxes. So I, I don't, I can't answer that. Best beer submission. Here we go. These are always positive, aren't they? Yes. John Klotz writes, I was a sonar technician and plank owner on the USS Alabama a Trident submarine. Wow. Our patrol cycle was approximately 90 days, meaning we submerged in the late fall and came back in the late winter, not seeing the sun during those months. <laughs> I was not a big beer drinker during those times, but I can tell you the second thing I grabbed when we returned was a cold beer. Uh, my first day home, it would take but one good beer to bring you back to reality that there was life beyond the 560-foot-long sewer pipe I called home six months out of every year. To see my wife, a cold beer in a green tree always made me really appreciate the truly important things life has to offer. I now tip a good beer, smoke a good cigar, and thank you boys for something else to appreciate. Keep the laughs coming and leave the the negativity to those who feed off it. You boys are on the right side of what's right. Please keep it that way. John Klotz, STS1SSUSN, retired. Now, he said the beer was the second thing he grabbed. I got to think the missus was the first thing. I would think so, yeah. Well, would, let's I, not assume. Uh, unless his needs were being met in the submarine. That's, that's, <laughs> you know, I'm thinking a guy would might want to play for both teams if you got to spend uh, oh 90 God. days. I don't know. You just, you know, more options that way. Greetings, Mayor. I was accused of overbuying by my CP, so I would like to have a ruling, please. Is there such a thing as overbuying vodka? J.C. in Stone Lake, Wisconsin. He writes, P.S., I've never been happier to live in a town of 300 people. Yeah. Uh, uh, my ruling is that, J.C., you did what you had to do. And they, Wisconsin has more cases than we do. Can I get back to the submarine? Yeah. I'm a, I'm a boat guy. I have been all my life. I love the water. Uh, but I, I would fail any psychological test required. Well, <laughs> Excuse me, we, to get on a submarine. We already know you couldn't even go on that, what is it, 10,000 leagues under the sea ride at Walt Disney World. Oh, yeah, yeah I, I, I demanded you, the end of the ride. You couldn't even get this go thing on back, that. back. I didn't know where I was. And I don't even know if that was real Did water. Did you get the whirlies? <laughs> Did you get the whirlies? Oh, I got instant uh, instant panic and claustrophobia <laughs> and said, I, I pushed my own kids aside to get out of there. I, 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 I didn't, I, I, they were all right. I was more worried about me. Right. Get me out of this thing. <laughs> get out of the way, little person. Dad I, has to uh, get out of here. I have uh, I have a piece of good news here and a correction over something I got really excited about yesterday. Uh, we found out yesterday that we don't have to pay taxes or, or it's been moved back from April 15th to July 15th. Yes, I informed you of that. So uh, this morning I texted my wife and said, uh, hey, uh, don't drop off our taxes yet because we don't have to. And she texted me back and said, uh, too late, I dropped them off yesterday. So, of course, I called her, and we got in a huge, huge fight. You know, I'm supposed to be on the air. I'm fighting with my wife. And then somebody informed me, hey, dum-dum, 
you have to file by April 15th, but you don't have to pay ah. until July 15th. So don't get in a fight with your bride or your CP. It's file by April 15th like usual and then pay July 15th. Gotcha. Uh, let me ask you something. Yes, sir. What do you think, what did you hope to benefit by delaying filing till July 15th? Uh, just one less thing to do. Just uh, you. Well, I know here, let me answer for you, Kenny. Because it's one less thing. Like if you have a guy or a gal that does your taxes, that's one less thing you'd have to pay for right away. It's just one. It's less turmoil, Such. It's less inner angst, turmoil, yeah. uh, self-loathing, uh, all of that stuff that makes me tick. Well, now you got me thinking. This this is going to benefit me. I don't have to pay. I have to file. You have to file. But I got till July fifteenth to figure out how to pay when I'm going to hold them. Right, go. and it's same with me too. Yeah. Oh, that is helpful. It is. Yeah. It is. So th- that's a bit of good news, I would hope. I do have an, uh, a news item that just broke within the last twenty minutes or so. This is from Paul Bloom of Fox Nine in a case that we've been following on this show. Oh, Mary Devine already had this. Oh, did Joe, she? Joe should know this. Oh, I'm I, sorry. I sent you a text, Joe. This is the acquittal of the cop. Yes, I'm sorry. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know if you were bringing it. Well, up today, tell but, a story. Tell a story. Uh, Paul Bloom tweeted, and, and Mary, I'm sure did as well. I'm sorry, Mary, I didn't see it. Jury has reached a verdict in the second-degree manslaughter trial of Washington County Deputy Brian Cook. Just the third time a jury will weigh in the fate of a Minnesota law enforcement officer for an on-duty death. He has been found not guilty. State police union says, quote, this was a terrible tragedy, but we need to stop trying to make criminals out of police officers who are asked to respond to dangerous, no-win situations involving persons who don't put down their guns. Mm-hmm. And I read a little bit of his testimony, and it, it didn't seem to me like he was lying or covering anything up. It seemed like he was being very, very honest about what was going on in his mind at the time. And it, it didn't seem incriminating to me. I didn't think so either. Okay. Now Mary's uh, going to be mad at me because... Oh, she's cool. I know. She, she's good people. <laughs> you know, I don't have the same... Uh, quite the same space here to, to spread out stuff. So I, I, I'm occasionally, if I appear distracted. Are you a little cramped? It's because uh, I'm uh, looking for something. Okay, uh, let me fill some time in. While no, you, while I, I, you... I, I found okay, it. Okay, because I've got good no, news. No, go ahead. Yeah, go it's ahead. It's good news from China, actually. Cases in China fall. They're commies. More... You can't believe them. Okay, well, let me just tear that up yeah <laughs> okay never mind that so they're a bunch of commies why are you gonna believe the commies well, you that's a good point mm-hmm. you know what i had a thought today it's very positive here we go there's too many bright minds they're gonna get to the bottom of this it's not like we have a shortage of brilliant medical minds in the world and if you don't think those guys are working behind the scenes and Got their eyes bent over a microscope. You're crazy. Right. Well, we just there are saw, people working like crazy. We just saw what ten thousand doctors are now working on this yeah. across mm-hmm. the country, yeah. and they're trying virtually everything, at least to slow it down, if not cure it. You know. And I continue to get uh, information from listeners uh, that posit the idea that. Uh, there is no more convenient way to take over the world and wreck the American economy uh, than what we're doing to respond to this virus. Uh, locking down, closing businesses, staying at home, 
and that uh, behind these this kind of thinking is the sense that this is somehow somehow uh, organized. Okay, by whom right. would this be organized? Uh, I don't think Tony Fauci and Mike Osterholm get up every day and rub their hands together in glee and say, we're one day closer to taking the world over. Oh, no. I don't no. think they have any interest in taking oh, the world goodness, over. Oh, goodness, no, no. No. So I don't know how you GLers want me to respond to these to these theories. They're not written unkindly. Uh, we might still be uh, getting taken apart on Facebook. I have no answer for that, except if, that, if that's your gig, go ahead. But I, I just... I think we're reacting the way humans react to problems. I think we're doing. I think yeah. you know what I think kicks in self-preservation. Yeah, self-preservation. It, it, it for some reason it reminds me of the people prior to Pearl Harbor being bombed that wanted to keep the United States out of the conflict in Europe. It's their mm-hmm. problem. It's not our problem. It mm-hmm. kind of you know, and they might have been well-meaning, but they were wrong. Mm-hmm. You, you know, I, I don't know if that's comparable or not. But uh, these these scenarios that that posit the idea that uh, man is the United States ripe to be ruined right now, or man is the United States ripe to be taken over? Uh, no, we got we got a lot of guns. We got we got a lot of weapons. We got a lot of missiles. We got yeah. we got a lot of stuff. We got stuff. So who's going to take us over? China? They wouldn't get very far. And that little fruitcake in North Korea can't even hit a fishing boat in the Japan Sea, so he isn't gonna <laughs> he isn't gonna do it. So what 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 are you worried about? <laughs> Guys destroyed more fish. It's all he's done is kill fish and raise the the water temp. That's all he's yeah. been doing. Yeah. Where are you environmentalists on this? Hmm? Your go to your go to insult is so funny to me. Everybody to you is a fruitcake. Well, that little fruitcake, the little Marty <laughs> Allen wannabe, with well, his well, his Nehru jacket on from about nineteen sixty seven. I hope he doesn't podcast mountain the show. Dude drinking. Oh, he's a you mountain backwards dude drinking. You you backwards hat wearing Nehru jacket wearing no good kung fu artist. So you guys, you know how we were we were having fun at the expense of, and maybe it was even China, Joe. You read the story of how they're having record uh, divorces because they've all been quarantined and forced to be around each other. Boy, who can't see that coming? So <laughs> I found this video on Twitter, Kenny, and I retweeted it. It says quarantine, quarantine day nine, and it's a lovely little video of a young, very attractive young woman and a, a gentleman holding a paper sign with the. You know that dissolvable ink that shows up once you drop it in water? Yes. And the sign or the, the paper towel just says, Will you M, as in will you marry me? He drops it in the water and it turns into Will you make me a sandwich? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And her her tone changes very rapidly after uh, she discovers the message. I, I have a t shirt that uh, I have always worn <laughs> inside out because I don't want my wife to see what it says on it. It says, Cool story, babe. Can you go make me a sandwich? <laughs> she will rip my head right off oh. when she sees that. How are our boys doing, Johnny Hyde and the Rook? We are we we well, haven't heard from them today, have I, we? I was going to bring that up. I'm glad you mentioned it because Johnny is raising hell on Twitter. Um, something about a doctor that hasn't been seen in a press conference for a couple of days. Doctor Fucci. Yeah, and uh, he was on last night. Johnny uh, made the comment, wondering where he was, et cetera, et cetera. And I responded to Johnny, 
He's doing his job, Karen. What are yeah. you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now everybody's ganging up on Johnny. So uh, he's he's raising hell on Twitter. I wouldn't be surprised if we we're going to get the band back together quicker than oh, we think. Oh, here here his latest from thirty five seconds ago. I'm at home, apparently a victim of the old six part uh, six feet apart rule that we've all grown to know and love. Mm-hmm. So he's at home being ignored. I think we're going to get back together quicker than people realize. Yeah. Because I'd sure as hell like to get out of this uh, mayor's office. <laughs> well, do you, uh, the latest we heard from you is two days ago, none of you could leave the house ever. Yeah. And then yesterday she decided she was going to the paint store. Yep. Is anything no, ha- Tuesday she went to the paint store. So has anything happened since? Uh, uh, she has not left. Yeah, she left today. She had a dental appointment. Okay, so yeah. what about the kids that always come over every day? They're 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 upstairs, Kenny. So they're, my my question They're blowing bubbles in the kitchen and then they want to wash their hands when they got their hands full of dish soap. I don't get it. <laughs> so so uh, up at the hall at 107 this morning, we talked a little bit about what you're supposed to tell your kids. And I wanted to ask both you and Chris this if your kids have been inquisitive and I'm hoping, yeah, mine has. I'm hoping if you're real guys, guys, that you tell them lies. And I'm wondering what those lies are. I don't. I say you guys are in really big trouble. <laughs> you, you, it's, it's uh, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. Tremors. I, I'm, I'm sorry. It's, uh, <laughs> of course I lie to them. What do you think? Well, I had to be a little bit more truthful with the oldest one because when we found out there was no school, he asked why. Yeah. And I just said, well, because there's a flu going around and they don't want people to get sick. And he went, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. That was basically that was it. All. He didn't inquire no. anymore. No, not really. So what if he doesn't go back to school? Then that, what are you going to say? That will be interesting because he's one of those weird kids that likes going oh, to yeah, school. Oh, yeah, it's a social thing. Yeah, he misses his buddies is what he yeah. told me. Plus, well, I, he, don't let the, I don't let the little kids touch me until they've thoroughly uh, <laughs> uh, scrubbed their hands with uh, Clorox wipes. <laughs> and then you make them put on a snowmobile suit right, and a face right, mask. Right. And put gloves. on your boots. Put on your boots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would hope that Reaver, since he's your kid, the reason he likes school is because he's got them all lined up waiting for him when he gets there oh yeah that's all it's the high five parade you know no, when we walk i was over. thinking jane sally oh yeah that part debbie yeah <laughs> yeah we're gonna have a little trouble in that regard that's well, my problem i got the seven-year-old <laughs> i got the seven-year-old girl whose best buddies are guys sure and, and she loves school loves school that's a function of there's just not many girls in her class but uh we're just telling them that uh it's just a bad cold going around don't worry about it so you're you lying. Know. That's that's fantastic. Well, hell yes. That's what I do. Although the three-year-old can say coronavirus and pronounce it better than Reavers. Ah, is she the one that, uh, is the three-year-old the one that had a little trouble with the Bruno Mars song? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, when you're singing Uptown Will Funk You Up, yeah. oh boy. that's trouble. Oh boy. That's trouble uh, for a little careful. one. Careful. That's not what we heard. <laughs> God, I love that story. <laughs> I suddenly put the paper down and looked over the top of the paper. What did I just hear? What, what, what did you just what say? What did you just say? Don't sing that anymore. Yeah, the, uh, the five-year-old when he was about two oh. had, had trouble with dump truck. That yep. one, he had oh, a little yeah. trouble with that one. My I like to I like to ask him if they know the song "Far, Far Away," and if they see us, I say, "Go sing that far, far away." Go over that's, there, that's go over in the corner. It's funny, Grandpa. Yeah. Uh, um, 
My uh, neighbors and I were working our way through a bottle of tequila last Friday, and they informed me that uh, <laughs> they informed me that their 11 year old came home and asked, "When are we going to have the talk, Mom?" Yeah. <laughs> I always just said, go talk to your mother. I'm not talking about that. That's what she said. You should go ask your dad. Uh, No, I'm not doing that. I got enough problems. And dad said, I have no idea what any of that means. May we uh, take a break, please, so that your mayor can get a drink of water, and then I have some submissions that I think rate as the best beer stories ever for Positive Thursday. This is Patrick Ricey for The Canopy Group. Do you make practical decisions based on being lucky? Do you have one agent representing only one company for your home and auto insurance? Are you hoping they are lucky enough to have the best coverage at the best price for you? Uh, The Canopy Group believes you deserve more than luck when it comes to your home and auto insurance. You deserve a true and tried process. The Canopy Group has a dedicated team of 30 professionals and hand selects their 16 companies. They match each client with the company that best fits their individual needs. This due diligence and hard work results in the best coverage at the best price for Canopy clients. No luck, just a disciplined and dedicated approach to serving you. Remember, new clients enjoy an average savings of over $600. Request a quote today at thecanopygroup.com or call 800-967-3389. Latte Schmate. Here's Joe Suchere. Say, Schmel's Countryside, southeast quadrant of Highway 36 and 61 in Maplewood, would like you to know that they're entirely aware that uh, safety and confidence right now in your car purchasing experience are all that matters. They're taking wonderful measures to help you. You can take a vig... (laughs) Start over, Joe. You can take a virtual tour of any car at the Schmelz Countryside, Volkswagen, Alfa Romeo, and Fiat. And then, get this, they'll deliver the car to your home for inspection and demonstration, and it's been fully sanitized. Plus, how bad could it be? It's brand new. All All you got to smell is the new car smell. (laughs) All financing and loans. Don't get mad. I'm not. I think this is great. All financing and loans can be handled online or over the phone. And you can find them at SchmelzVW.com. It's not only great VWs, but great Fiats and great Alfa Romeos. All, all businesses are, are uh, adjusting to what they have to do to continue to uh, earn the trust of their customers. And uh, this is a multi-generational dealership, Schmelz. They've been earning the trust of their customers for more than 60 years. I've, uh, I've bought a number of cars from them. I will continue to. And uh, this is the way to do it. You go to SchmelzVW.com, check out the VWs. Go to SchmelzFiat.com. Check out the Fiat's. Go to SchmelzAlfaRomeo.com and check out the great Julia sedans and the Stelvio SUVs. Man, are you going to be surprised at how affordable the Alfa Romeos are. And then you pick what you want. They'll bring it to your house. It's like when uh, Rook did the commercials for chimney sweeps. Yep. They'll even come to you. You don't even have to take the chimney into them. They'll bring, they'll bring the car to you. You check it out. 
The cars have been fully sanitized. They probably drive around with a big tub of uh, Clorox wipes. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. I'm sitting here thinking about you and them delivering a car to your driveway, you bringing the guy in and then counting out $100 bills. I'm seeing a big, huge pile. (laughs) One, two, three. And it reminds me of the email that we got this morning from Karen down in the credit union. I forwarded that to you. Did you bother opening it up? No, I just saw a credit union. I didn't open that. I, I read it, and I immediately thought of you because Karen is recommending, and it makes a lot of sense, to not use cash because it carries oh, so many oh, germs don't, don't do this and to use your credit oh, no. and or debit card for all purchases. And I thought, what is this going to do to the old mayor's brain when he loves, loves, loves using cash but hates, hates, hates germs? <laughs> well, you smell, you smell shoppers. Don't worry about it because you can handle all that financing and loans online or over the yeah. phone. You don't have well, to touch well, anything. Well, no, 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 no. You're talking... Talking to normal people, it, right. it doesn't matter to us. What's it gonna do to you? I just went. I just went in my stash right now and put some cash in my pocket. I gotta now. I gotta sanitize my hands. Yeah. I think you should get like one of those old crank washing machines with with the ringer on it and just wash all your money. <laughs> Let, let's let's. You got me thinking. Let's put something in perspective. Uh, I went to the driver's license bureau a week ago. Tuesday. Yep. So so two days ago, a week ago. And that was prior to the hand-washing urgency. Uh, well, enough time has passed now that I, I must not have gotten it there, right? You what I'm, should what I, be in the clear, yeah. What think. I'm saying is I think, I think feathers hit the fan over just this past weekend in terms of Grab the Clorox, grab the soap, grab everything you want. Uh, uh, yeah, but if you want to go down that road, but this is Positive Thursday, we're going to stay positive, you might not want to flip on the news then. Right, right. Today? Yeah. Or any day. Well, well I've been watching. I've, what do you oh, think we do for a living? I've been I, watching the news all day. But I'm just saying that kind of it disputes your logic. No, I know, I know. Yeah. Uh, Schmel's Countryside. Uh, Are we still doing the spot? (laughs) Well, I haven't wrapped it up. (laughs) This this is the first one-hour ad we've ever done, Joe. Schmelz Countryside, VW.com, Fiat.com, and AlfaRomeo.com in Maplewood. Now is a good time to buy, Such. Uh, Headline, low gas prices, but nowhere to go. Someone tweeted a photo. They tagged you and I in this, Kenny, because we talked about this yesterday. Gas is selling for nothing. They're giving it away. It was a buck thirty. Yes. It was in this state. Such, I'm gonna you know what I'm gonna do on Saturday? I'm buy just, a big new car from countryside and fill it full of gas. I'm driving a gas guzzler. I'm gonna get in that thing at about six AM and I'm just gonna drive around till about six PM. I'm just gonna drive all day long. Joe, I am grateful that you guys are doing the podcast, especially now that I'm working from home. I feel basically the same way you do about this pandemic. It's bad, and it needs to be handled carefully until we figure out the full extent and ways to fight it. On the other hand, I think that destroying our our economy over it at some point becomes equally as dangerous. To that point, uh, eventually we will have to change the way we are doing this and who is quarantined. I think the graphs in this link put some context to the past pandemics. And then he provides me a, this is Nate in Missoula, Montana. And then he has uh, he he provided me for a link that shows uh, what the actual death rate is, how it spreads easily, and uh, what concerns him. In any event, he adds best beer that never was. 
Nate in Missoula, Montana. Me and my now wife took a backpacking trip into the wilds of Montana and the Boulder River drainage. It is one of the most wild and beautiful places I've ever been. With about 50 pounds on our backs for me and 30 pounds for her, we hiked over 25 miles in three days, fishing in the lakes and streams, catching brook trout. During this trip, we made memories that will last us a lifetime, having to draw my 44 mag and her bear spray at some animal charging through the woods, having cat tracks over our tracks and nearly getting swept down a rushing whoa, creek whoa. until until rushing across it away from said unknown animal. On the way out, all I could think of were the grain belts I left in the ice-cold creek <laughs> next to the vehicle. We both talked about how good they would taste when we got there. When we arrived at the vehicle, I immediately went down to the creek to grab the beer. To our horror, it was gone. Oh, no. It was either swept downstream or someone grabbed them. I remember to this day how it felt like a missed opportunity. Luckily, we have the option to head back there once our kids that we've had since then get a little bigger. Can't wait to try it again. Good luck, Nate in Montana. Uh Joe, I had a thought of this best beer a few days ago, and it was slightly more topical because my best beer was in Ireland. Several years ago, I got tied into a group of Irish immigrants. Yes, people move here from Ireland to this day, even though there's potatoes aplenty over there. I went over to Ireland with a close friend and former resident for my best beer. To no one's surprise, it was a Guinness. If you think you don't like Guinness, I assure you, you have never had one properly fresh and properly poured. I was fortunate enough to have many of them, even at the Guinness Tour in Dublin, but my best beer was an hour's drive south of there. I cannot remember the name of the pub. It was in Ballytor, a small burg in County Kildare. So small is the town, there are only two pubs. The nickname of the oldest, a 200-year-old pub, was Spiders. This is because no matter how many people are in the pub, there will always be more spiders than people. (laughs) The old man behind the bar could only move so fast. He moved slow and seemed weighed down by the large hump on his back, sad but somehow a part of the scene. There were four of us, and a proper Guinness pour took more than a few minutes. So worth it. Nectar of the gods? No, it was not nectar. It was clearly stout. A wonderful stout. An amazing stout. I couldn't imagine a better place or a better beer we had any time, anywhere. It was only a moment in two centuries' time that countless lads had a proper pint in this proper setting, but it was my best beer and my best time, and it was good. Cheers. And this is uh, Matt Warhol. Now the one I've been waiting for, and the one I... Fa- uh, Quickly, uh, though, have, are you a John Wayne fan? Sure. The best John Wayne movie he ever made was uh, called The Quiet Man, shot in Ireland with Maureen yep. O'Hara. Uh, yep. they, they played that the other night. Love that movie. Anyway, I love Maureen O'Hara. Oh, she does more acting with her face than mo- most actors can do with dialogue. She's was amazing. It, was Maureen O'Hara the mom on Parent Trap? Sh- I don't know. She might have. I'm on it. He's looking. I think she was. But she did a bunch of movies with John Wayne. And she you know always, what she was? She always stole the movie. You know what she was? A ravishing redhead. Handsome. Yeah, she was uh, yeah. handsome. But a hell of an actor. Mm-hmm. Hail the Flashlight King. Hail you. Hail you. Yes, Maureen O'Hara was the uh, mom. Yeah, with uh, Brian Keith, I think. Uh, and Haley Mills and the whole deal. Yep. Hail the Flashlight King, you said that. I was. This is, this is one of my favorites, and I'm glad we retrieved this from the uh, accidental uh, deletion. Uh, I was a paratrooper assigned to the 82nd Airport Airborne Division during the 1980s. Maybe this is from John Bansley. <laughs> <laughs> Airborne, my lady. 
<laughs> At that time in my life, I was honored to serve with some of the best and bravest men I've ever known. One of those guys was a man named Corporal Anderson. Andy never turned down a chance to jump. In fact, he was one of the best troopers I had. It was the radio guy for you civilians, RTO, our brigade commander. One evening, I got a call from Corporal Anderson saying he was in the hospital. What's wrong? Sarge, I can't poop. I got a fever and I'm sweating. Well, I told him that uh, he was where he should be and I'd check on him tomorrow. Next day, I came and I informed the chain of command that Corporal Anderson was in the hospital and I'd like to check on my man if that was okay. I got the green light to go and I was on my way, but first I had the thought, this must be serious. After all, he couldn't poop, he had a fever, and he was sweating. I better bring some beer. Yeah. I made a stop along the way and picked up a six-pack. I stashed the bruise in the pockets of my field jacket. Upon arrival, I was informed of the whereabouts of my trooper. I said, how are you doing, buddy? He went into detail to tell me a, a poor... A, tear in his anal canal had clogged oh. and swollen up to the size of a golf you ball. could have edited that. I did. The oh, night before... Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't you trust the mayor? The night, be- the night before, the doc went in with a scalpel and sliced it open, drained it, and stitched it up. It was uh, the most painful thing I, I ever heard of. Well, how about a beer? Oh, Sarge, I want to have your baby, he said to me. <laughs> Now you have to admit, Joe, that's a best beer. Yes, it is. Wow. Oh, Sarge, I want to have your baby. <laughs> oh, God almighty. Wow. Hi, Joe and the gang. My uh, best beer story. you. Yeah, my best beer story begins in 1979 when I started a six-year stint on the road as the drummer for the progressive rock band North based out of the Twin Cities. Joe, I know you are a drummer, but not a fan of prog rock, so please just bear with me. My percussion laboratory, it was as it was known, included an 11-piece drum kit with multiple cymbals, analog drum synthesizers, a timpani, vibraphone, and a two-foot Chinese gong. Wow. It, it filled an eight-foot by eight-foot drum riser. We traveled with a full light show that included 12 1,000-watt PAR cans burning down in the back of my neck to light my drums. The 12,000 watts of light put out enough heat to cook Grundhofer's entire inventory to medium (laughs) rare in about five minutes. I bet. Needless to say, by the third song, my appropriately long rock and roll hair was plastered to my head. We played 45 sets a night. We also no, had a 40, band. 45 minutes. I'm sets. sorry. We, we played 45 minute sets a night. Yeah. We also had a band rule that we did not drink while performing so that it wouldn't take the precision out of our performance of pieces by groups such as Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, Rush, and Yes. So after our encore at the end of the night, it was off to the bar for what was always the best beer and a start on replenishing the gallons of sweat I left on stage. My preference when I could get it was shells of New Elm, but as long as it was cold, I was happy. Pushing back in Colorado, Derry Hirsch, husband to C.P. Hillavy Peterson, one of our frequent emailers. Oh, cool. Oh, I oh. like their, uh, I like that. We never drank on stage back in my band days. Boy, what? I, I don't know anybody that didn't go on stage just hammered. We did not. We wow. did not. Really? We did not. You saved well, it for we, after the show. You got to go to the after the show. Yeah, that's right. Everything was taken care of in well, now, due time. When when you had offloaded off the stage and, and stored all the stuff in your ambulance or your hearse or whatever it was. We had a big van. And so you'd go to the bar. Where, did you still have the banana suit on? Oh, yeah, we'd leave the suits on. Right. And mine was flecked with blood. 
because uh, Your hands I, I, were bleeding. my hands were bleeding from yeah. the stick. So I, I looked like I may have just come from a crime scene. <laughs> no, the crime scene was later on that evening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Someday oh. we're going to tell the story. No, no. Yeah, no someday no, we are. No, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah. Hey, should we, uh, should we go check in with the Rook? Uh, I haven't heard from him. I have no idea what he's been up to. Okay. I, uh, if you want to, that's fine with me. All right, let's, let's try take, take Take a little break. Yeah, let's try Whoop. Truth, <laughs> justice, and the suture. I gotta figure out this. Uh, There's been a lot of that. Uh, yeah, I feel the since wrong the Joe uh, stopped reporting into work. Are you trying to find a liner? Yeah, I, I played one, but I accidentally hit the wrong button first, so I apologize for that. Um, you want to take a call? Hello. Hello. Oh no, Rook. Oh jeez, Rook. Hey guys, guys, how are you guys doing? We told you. Oh, God. Rook. Yep. Rook, are you coughing? Nope. I'm drinking. <laughs> it's 1 p.m., Matthew. Matt. Matt. I have a quick from last night. Matt. Yep. yep. Are you okay? Yep. Oh, I'm good. Really good. We're all fighting here. I'm in the garage because we are all turning at each other yeah it's it's happening in our house too man yeah but none of us are resorting to date drinking no kenny i haven't quit from last night well that doesn't count as day drinking then that's does right. it that's right still yesterday a good idea to clean the attic what somebody thought it'd be a good idea to clean the attic uh-huh and that's about a fight in the first 35 seconds. Yeah. 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 So I said, I'm going to bring something out to the garage. And I did. And that was about two hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody's looking for you. <laughs> uh, are you, do, do you have access to something in the garage? Yeah, I caught a big wave right here. Uh-huh. Uh, so isn't it a little cold out there? What do you sit in the car? Yep. They never look for you in the car, do they? Gabe came out a couple of times. Gabe came out a couple of times and popped his head in, and then he just kind of went back inside and said he's gone. Well, you don't have the engine on. No. No. No, no, no. They won't give me the keys. Oh, well, that's good. But it's great because Gabe has his permit, so if I need to get to the store, a party store isn't taking A party store. I haven't heard that term in a long time. You know, oh, you're like right, Matthew. Well, that's one of the businesses that are not hurting right now. Liquor stores doing pretty good. No, they're 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 doing fine, and we're we're keeping on the track. What do you <laughs> what do you what are you working your way through right now? What what what's your a Corona uh, big wave? You said. Oh, big Corona, wave. Corona big wave. Oh. No, it's Corona. It doesn't have any disease. And no. I last night I polished off the. Uh, Guinness. Yep, that's yeah. a, that's a nice. black stout. That's an Irish oh, beer. That's a good one. Yeah, we got a little bit left over from St. Patty's Day, so I was just going to try to just finish them off so it's rotated stock. <laughs> well, you get pretty. You know, at some point, you're going to have to go back in the house. Yeah, oh. but 
that's not this moment. <laughs> we just they're going to take it off. McLaren started yelling at my uh, wife. What's her name? Wife. Yep. And and uh, we uh, she just said, "Oh, that was a that was a bad one. I just I had to get out of there. Yeah, I got to get another beer." Uh, I don't have anybody. I don't have anybody out here. Just me. Yeah. Um, this Love is that. normally where I would criticize you, Matthew, and tell you you have a problem, and I'd uh, tell you what a decent human being yeah, I am. And I'm so much better than you guys. But I, I have I have a full disclosure item here for you, Matthew. Last mm. last Friday, are you paying attention? To what? Last Friday. <laughs> Last Friday at 3.30 p.m. in the afternoon, my my neighbor texted me and said, come on over for a shot of tequila. Three hours later at 6.30, the three of us were walking around on all fours. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. That's that's a tough one. It kind of reminded me of of you, Matthew, actually, to be honest. Were you on all fours by choice or by accident? Uh, just for stabilization, uh, it, it helped. It helped. Yeah, it helped. I, I think I understand. I, I'm pretty much upright, but this wall is helping me stay up. Yeah. Uh, Let me ask you something, so, Rook. Uh, you're you're pretty much the cook in the house. Uh, are you going to be able to prepare anything for tonight's meal? Uh, we have. Uh, how did we have? I don't remember last night. What chicken? We got a lot of chicken. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We got ground beef. Yep. And uh, we got some steaks, but I'm not going to be grilling today. I don't they think don't so. Want, they don't want me by fire. I wouldn't do that either if I were you. No. <laughs> oh, you. Yeah. Uh, you know what is funny? Because we have a daily TP count. Oh. You have to kind of show us like the batteries you have way. A long time ago, when you were the battery guy, yeah, you have to sign out toilet papers. Oh yeah, are you renting it? Uh, well, you, yeah, the way rationing, renting, it's uh, kind of renting. <laughs> yeah, I used to rent flashlight batteries during storms. Nobody's uh, giving any back though. No, that's the no, problem. That, that's they don't. They just use it and go. I, I think a lot of people yeah. would, they they would describe this. <laughs> Uh, they would describe your behavior as uh, trifling. That, uh, that's very trifling. Gotta, no, I would describe I, it I as gotta, under. I would describe it as understandable. I gotta get out of the get out of the car. Yeah, I let one go in there, and I can't even stand it. Yeah, <laughs> Ruck, Ruck, I, I think we'll be back together before you know it. Boy, I sure hope so, because a guy could, should not get used to this. No, no, I, I that's no idea what he just said. <laughs> I don't like either. It, but uh, it's not for every daytime. Yeah. What? Uh-huh. What was that? I didn't follow that last sentence. I didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> so we got this. Is uh, oh, I found some honey vice. Oh, so, whoops! He's already also done with a the couple. one he just opened. <laughs> I also bought a couple other things that were hiding. I didn't know I had him. No, no. The old little old granddad there between the rafters. And yeah, well, it was just like happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun.
Uh, I wonder if... Uh, yeah. okay. uh, I hope yeah. your family knows where you are because uh, I have a feeling you're going to be taking a nap here real soon. Oh, I'm sure. Let me just check here. Ooh! Nope. <laughs> <laughs> We're not ready yet for my... Okay. Home. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, don't, uh, don't, don't, uh, don't do anything terribly foolish. Don't leave oh, the house. Stay here. We're, uh, you know, uh, they, I think after I sober up, we're going to record a family podcast and send one out because we have a way to do it here. And I said, why don't we just send one out? You know, it might actually be more interesting if you did it without sobering up. That, yeah. That, that, might, that might be something I'd listen to. I'll go inside and I'll take a poll of this. What? Yeah, Okay. What did I'll he say? Just agree, Joe. Yeah, yeah. I... you do that. That's good. <laughs> yeah. so, but anyway, I was, well, I'm I, glad you yeah, checked yeah, in. Uh, yeah, so okay. I was just talking to my friends out here yeah. in the garage. Yeah. Yeah. All right, you be careful. Don't go outside. Where? Right. <laughs> Hang All right, thank, thank you. Hang up, Chris, okay. quick, before he says. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Wow, oh, that was a mistake. That's that's not that's really not the way you want to get through the COVID. The best uh, part was when crisis. Kenny said, "Now pay attention." He says, he says to, to what? what? <laughs> boy, oh boy. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Well, this is yeah. why I don't go to bars because of that. What we just oh. experienced. <laughs> oh God, help me! All right, boys. Uh, tomorrow is uh, Scramble Friday. Right. It is. Uh, I'm trying to think what I need at Frats. Am I going to get there? Reavers has given me the side eye. What are you trying to tell me, Chris? We'll just do it tomorrow. Okay. That's what I was trying to Am I? Uh, oh, uh, you, wait, no. I want to. I have something to talk about, right? Are you talking about ProTurf? Yes. Yeah, I, and I wanted to talk about ProTurf, Such, because uh, I should have brought this up when Matthew was here. One of the things. Yeah, I, been, that would have helped. I've been riding Matthew for the last 10 years when he does ads every single one of his ads always make reference to the time is uh, the time of year well winter's here the time is right for okay winter's over spring is here and i would ride him and ride him and ride him and i was going to pat myself on the back and poke matt at the same time by saying today is the only day that you can actually say if you're going to do an ad if you're a professional today is the only day you can say winter is a wrap Spring is upon us. Spring is here. And by the way, how's that yard looking? Yeah. <laughs> because a beautiful lawn is just a click away. You do it at professionalturf.com. If you log on, you can schedule a free in-person, no-obligation lawn care estimate. And a seasoned lawn care vet, they're going to come out to your home, free of charge, analyze your situation. Then they'll come up with a three- to five-step fertilizer and weed control pro- program. Not only environmentally safe, but absolutely guaranteed for superior results. Spring is here. You're going to have the best lawn on the block, free of crabgrass, dandelions, broad weaves, all that junk. Do it now, professionalturf.com. You know why, Such? Because uh, spring is here. Absolutely. Fantastic. You can say that today. Yep. All right, boys. Although uh, you would say summer's here. Yeah. For I'm in summer. I'm in yeah, summer. Because yeah. you're a flat earther? Uh, I am. No, a royal order of the 21sters. Yeah, it's the same thing. Same thing. Yeah, it's not really the same thing. (laughs) What were you going to get at Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores? I don't know if I'm. uh, I don't know if I'm heading over there today. Looks like. Sounds like you're going to need some more dish soap. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Got that right. Such, this was a very positive effort. We did our best, uh, GLers, to be positive. Hang in there. 
We'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, all tomorrow. right. There he goes. GarageLogic.com. And also, please do us a favor and rate and review the show. We'd love to hear your feedback. Garage Logic will be back again tomorrow.